Thanks for being with us. So we touched on this. So with uh, our chat with Richard Zussman over in Victoria, you can now apply for rental support from the province if you have lost income because of COVID-19 and you are having troubles paying the rent. Some more details released today as well on about who can apply for the rental supplement and what it will actually look like when you are applying for that. So let's bring in David Hendry. He is a steering member with the the Vancouver Tenants Union. David, thanks for being back on the show with us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Um, I don't know if you've been able to go through the details or see what was announced, but what are your thoughts on the fact that renters can now apply for this support? Well, uh, in the last couple of hours, I've just been going through the details of it, and I, I actually think a lot of renters will be quite angry and really disappointed today. Um, I actually think it's also a bit of a political blunder, in, in my view. Um, you know, since this uh, rental supplement was announced about two weeks ago, uh, what was really messaged was a $500 subsidy for renters. And uh, when people have meager resources and they're planning in a crisis for, for their next month's rent, that, that was kind of the message. So people have been uh, budgeting, you know, expecting $500 off of their next month. And what we found out today in terms of the details, uh, what was confirmed is that it is per household, uh, not per person. Um, and also that the $500 was actually only for people with dependents. So if you don't have dependents, kids, or you're not taking care of uh, anybody else, that means you get $300 per household. So for a lot of people, you know, you can imagine the scenarios if you're living in a large house uh, with a bunch of roommates, you've got, it, it could potentially be that you're splitting $300 between six people. Hmm. And that is not the kind of rent release that we need. Okay, that's what I was unclear of. And we've been getting a lot of email about this. So it says the program will provide $300 per month for eligible households with no dependents, $500 per month for eligible households with dependents. So here's where I guess the, the wording of this is interesting because it says eligible roommates will each be able to apply for the supplement. To me, that made it sound like each person would be able to apply for the $300. Okay. And again, I'm, it's been the last uh, hour or so that I've been looking at this. That you, yeah, okay. That does look like it's true. Okay. Um, yeah. So that would be better so, then, wouldn't it, if each roommate gets the $300, obviously, because, I mean... I, I would hope that the blunder wouldn't be so big, like you said, that you would have a house where maybe there are four roommates that are supposed to split $300. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. Okay. And and we're just kind of trying to figure out the details here. So that looks like it's true. Um, with it being available, so for people then who were able to pay their rent for April, April 1st, which was only eight days ago, it seems like a, lot, a much longer time ago. But So this is retroactive then, if people were able to pay the, the rent, but maybe they really had to stretch to do that and could barely do it. What are your thoughts about the fact that it will be uh, retroactive to April and then will also be for May and for June? Right. Well, I, I think that that, that is, can be somewhat helpful. I mean... The larger issue that, that we also look at here is, is thinking about the burden on low-income earners and, and low-income renters. So in, in the way that they rolled this out, the, all of the burden in terms of um, uh, uh, putting all of the proof uh, to get this program is, is put on renters. 
there's a lot of people who uh, don't speak English as a first language. We don't know if there's going to be translation services available. There's a lot of people that don't have access to computers. Um, maybe they used the, the local library or the community center um, to do that, and those are all closed down. So the, the way that this was rolled out has an impact, and, uh, and some of that is going to be on the people that need it the most. So um, there's a lot of questions still, and, um, and it also, you know, for a lot of people, isn't going to be enough. Uh, and it is in addition to the federal funding that was made available, the emergency benefit for workers. But I guess some of the, the concerns there is that is something else that you have to apply for. And some of the issues that you just raised would be issues there as well. Is it your concern that even though these funds have been made available to people, there are going to there's going to be a certain section of people that that perhaps aren't going to be able to navigate the system and get them? Yeah, I believe that's very true. Like when I'm looking through the list of different proofs that people have to provide, it's quite extensive. Um, and, you know, we, we don't know what the wait times will look like. Uh, we don't know if, uh, how long it will take to administer all of these things. And I wouldn't be so surprised if there's a good number of people that, that aren't able to get through all of this and will just give up. Uh, so what happens in that scenario? And have you been hearing even anecdotally from renters um, who can't pay the rent? Because we do also have the halt on evictions. Uh, the rent can't right. be increased. Are you hearing from people that are in that scenario? Yes, definitely. There, there are a lot of people that don't have money to pay the rent. Um, and, and that's the situation they're in right now. They're waiting um, if they are eligible for income support uh, from the federal government. They're waiting for that, um, and people are just in are just in a waiting pattern, just holding out. And you know what I what I hear um, is that uh, the real pressure right now um, is from landlords who are so concerned about not being able to get the rent or about people cheating the system or something like that. And they're the ones that are they're going to start really pressuring the uh, province to start making exemptions um, on the eviction moratorium. So I think renters, if, if you're angry, if you're disappointed, you really need to start talking to your MLAs. You really need to start making your voices heard. We can't suffer in silence on this. And, uh, and more people need to step up and get involved and also and speak up. Uh, there must be scenarios, there were cases as well where landlords, and I mean, I've been getting email from landlords as too, uh, for, that where they're trying to help their tenants and trying to work with their tenants. Sure, yeah, that, there is the case of that. Um, we've seen, um, sometimes it's a lot of uh, homeowners that might have a basement suite, and sometimes uh, those folks are, are actually quite, you know, um, willing to negotiate with their, with their tenants. Um, but it really depends. You know, that's why this whole good faith uh, negotiation or good faith bargaining thing that uh, was basically suggested as policy um, is really poor policy.